Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Michael Foley, and this is Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo is sponsored by the Center for Humane Living in Phoenix, Arizona, which has as its vision to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. My goal is to incorporate ancient wisdom acquired from a lifelong study of martial arts, formal business leadership and coaching training, and my life experiences as a maternal fetal medicine physician, husband, and father of three to explore strategies for living a happy and fulfilled life. My approach is to use eclectic storytelling to help with the discovery of universal truths that may be applicable to your life. Don't believe anything I say, however. Seek to discover it all for yourself. Let's get started with today's topic. The next story is Riding the Stallion, Managing Conflict. Have you been in a situation where you're faced with inevitable conflict? People are coming at you from various different directions, or maybe it's just a best friend or a family member that's coming at you with an opposing viewpoint, and you have to manage the conflict. What is it you do? Uh, if you look at them the wrong way or you say the wrong thing, then you might jeopardize the relationship in front of you. If you're working with conflict at work, you may create problems with the people you work with. So you have to have a solidified approach to manage the conflict. And there are many ways that we might look at conflict and how to get through it. Recognize, though, that we must have conflict to grow and to change. It just doesn't happen by simple living. We have to be challenged. Conflict is good. Now, we all don't like to have conflict day in and day out of our lives because, quite frankly, it creates anxiety and issues because we're not prepared to how to manage it and what it does to our bodies. So let me share with you an ancient story called Riding the Stallion. The story was made famous by a colleague and mentor of mine, Dr. Terence Webster Doyle. There was a, a master that had three students and they brought the students to the mouth of a canyon. And the canyon, of course, were large 40-foot walls and it was narrow and it was about 100 yards long. And in the middle of the canyon was this large black stallion. It was untamed, angry, um, and certainly looking for a fight. The master challenged each of the students. What I'd like you to do, he said to the students, is I want you to cross through the canyon to the other side. That's your test. If you can make it to the other side, then you've passed your test. It's how you do it that's important to me. The first student jumped into a fighting stance, moved forward, making direct eye contact with the stallion. The stallion came up and attacked the student with hoofs, flaring right and left and snuffing and huffing. And the horse tried to attack the student, but the student was good and blocked the, the hoofs and was able to pass by the horse un, unheard, making it to the other side. The teacher said to the student, wow, that was fantastic. Great work, great defense. You're very strong. You actually approached that stallion head on and you made it through to the other side and, and both of you are no worse for wear. Congratulations. The second student, having watched the first student go 
hand-to-hoof combat with the stallion, decided that uh, they weren't so interested in that particular approach. So this student actually climbed on the edge of the canyon just above the reach of the stallion and eked across like a, a mountain climber, uh, climbing across the shale just above the, the mean horse all the way to the other side and then dropped down, never actually having to come face-to-face with the horse. And just out of the horse's reach, the teacher said, wow, that was innovative. That was an interesting approach. You were able to actually not have to engage the stallion, yet you made it to the other side peacefully, and neither one of you was for wear. Fantastic. Now for the third student. The third student simply walked out to the middle of the canyon And the stallion was watching the student very carefully, getting ready to charge. The student then sat down, turned a little bit away from the stallion, crossed their legs on the ground, and began to play in the dirt and rocks, simply like a child. Curious as to what was going on with this particular student, the stallion kind of came up slowly behind the student, looked over the student's shoulder and saw the student just playing in the dirt like a child, vulnerable, calm, peaceful, certainly with no ill intent. And the stallion then came and put its nose on the shoulder of the student. The student then stood up and pet the stallion. The student then grabbed the mane and swung their leg over the top of the, stu- of the horse and rode the horse to the other canyon and then jumped off. The teacher said, wow, what an impressive display of empty self, vulnerability, and the ability to change the conflict into something positive. Congratulations. At the end of the discussion, the teacher then shared, conflict is like this stallion. There are many ways to deal with conflict. Our first student met it head on fighting it all the way, blocking the aggressiveness of the conflict, yet protecting himself is moved across the canyon. That's one approach to dealing with conflict. The second is to actually kind of innovatively and inventively find a way around it that doesn't necessarily come directly into contact with the stallion, but was able to make the... uh, the approach across the canyon without getting hurt or actually causing any harm to the stallion at the same time and accomplish it with a great sense of innovation. The third student demonstrate a third approach to dealing with conflict, and that is one of being vulnerable, peaceful, and calm. This student actually sat there like a child and with a childlike attitude created an approachability to build a relationship with that stallion. So in real life, how is it that we approach conflict utilizing this ancient story? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that we have to be able to use all three in our world. We have to at some times be able to step up and meet conflict head on. When we know that things are right, we have to hold our ground and move calmly 
peacefully across the canyon, blocking all the blows, yet ending at the other side without any being any worse for wear. Sometimes we have to be clever. We have to be innovative, insightful, and have to kind of walk around the conflict in a way that avoids direct one-on-one combat, so to speak, like with this one with the stallion, but allows one to move around the conflict to be able to be clever and not have to approach it, but to get around it in a way that at the end of the day, both the conflict and the person haven't interacted in a way that's created any harm. The third, we have to be prepared to point at some points become very vulnerable. We have to be able to be childlike open, receptive, approachable. We have to be able to build relationships with the other people. And oftentimes that's how we might deal with the conflict. So what we hope that you've learned from this podcast is that think of conflict as something that is inevitable and you're going to deal with every day. Are you going to be like the first student where you can hit it head on? Sometimes that might be important to do that. Are you going to be clever like the second student and sometimes avoid the conflict, moving past it in a way that is beneficial to all parties? Perhaps that's another way of approaching it. And thirdly, perhaps it's time to learn to be more vulnerable, approachable, calm, and peaceful, and to build the relationship with the other person or concept in a way that allows safety and calmness to prevail. So see if you can approach this every day by looking at how you might bring a solution to conflict. Just think about how you're going to use all three of these in your day-to-day activity. And you'll find that conflict is something that's going to allow growth and not necessarily be always provoking anxiety. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Inspire, Empower, and Enable. Life Lessons from the Dojo. We hope the information shared perturbs new thinking about finding fulfillment and harmony in your lives. We hope to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. So feel free to share this podcast widely with members of your family, at work, and at school. If you find the information helpful, please subscribe so that Further episodes are sent your direction.